Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 136, episode 2 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, now more than ever, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka, let's say, Potatoes O'Brien, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Yeah, Miles Gray, aka Miles Gray. Let's get into it. Let's get <laughs> into it. And we're no thrilled to be joined in today. our third seat by <laughs> no time. Lil Zam herself, Jamie Loftus. Hi. No. Yep. Hi. Everyone's <laughs> like, aka. Yep. Fuck all that. All right. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get uh, and we're thrilled to be joined in our fourth seat by the hilarious and talented Brandy Posey. Hey. What's up, guys. Brandy? <laughs> oh, hey. I've welcome just, to yeah the fun episode. Yeah, it's good to good to it's good to see you guys. I'll say that much. It's good yeah, to see you. Yeah. I love you. This is a good this is a good group. It's good to see everybody. I always um, I, I'm so glad Brandy's on. I, I always I like too. when you're on Brandy. It's always good. Always, always. Especially when Aww. somehow it's, the shit just gets heavier. <laughs> uh, but that's yep. where we're at now because it's time to use these muscles. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The last that's time the I was on. Last time I was on, we watched Men in Black, um, <laughs> and now we're here now supporting. Now we're watching Men in Black uh, sort of help do all kinds of shady shit on camera. I don't know yeah. what that, what yeah. that if, is. If only yeah. we Men had- Men in Black are canceled now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> o- overrated Men in Black, underrated Black Men. There, yeah. there's the beginning. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Uh, all right brandy we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment first we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today i mean we're gonna talk about all all sorts of shit all the all the stuff uh we are going to specifically talk about the effects of the draconian curfews uh on protests and just the history of uh curfews I'm going to talk a little bit about David Grossman, uh, who is this fake military guy who trains cops uh, to kill people. Um, and he's a very popular circuit speaker. Uh, you yeah. can book him for your police force training. And he, uh, mm. yeah, he, he basically tries to train the resistance to kill out of police forces across America. Uh, we're going to look at how Trump is using this like his Reichstag fire to try and consolidate power against the left, his bullshit Antifa narrative, mm-hmm. uh, the Church of Consumerism being on full display just everywhere over the weekend. Uh, all of that, plenty more. Brandy, what's something from your search history? <laughs> uh <laughs> uh, <laughs> how, to, how to be an ally <laughs> abram's tank vulnerabilities <laughs> yeah i mean um how to like uh i mean the big big thing is like how to deal with uh tear gas since uh we are committing war crimes against our own people um the the milk and everything being poured on your face like it isn't it actually helps but it's not um it's not sterile. Uh, it's not sterile. Yeah. 
So water is still the best, from what I've been reading at least, water seems like it's still the best thing and be pouring away from your face as much as possible so it's not getting on your body. Right. And directly onto your eye. Yeah. Yeah. Avoid the baking soda because it scratches your corneas. Yeah. So that's what I've been Googling. Um, (laughs) Also, maybe just Google Shrek. Like maybe that would be a fun thing just on the side just to like look at, I don't know. I don't know. Shrek yeah. musical. See, see your friendly face, yeah. Don't. But then, get like, I gotta look there. at Farquad. Like, he's like the police state and shit. It's like you know, I don't know. Oh, if there's. I, I don't know if you could look at anything and like. Yeah. I, I was. It was impossible to try and look at something and not be immediately reminded of. Yeah. The absolute, like that. We've we've reached fever pitch in the rejection of like white supremacy and over policing. Like, and then. That yeah. actually triggered a lot of other, uh, a lot of other anger people had connected to that because overall, that's an injustice. A lot of other people were like, you know, I've also felt injustice. I'm also very angry too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I had to fucking watch competitive Peloton. <laughs> I uh, saw that in your story to try and come back to zero. You know, because honestly, I yeah. it's easy. It's so yeah, competitive yeah. Peloton. You know, it's if you want to see something so absurd, check that out on the ESPN app. Oh man, yeah, the ESPN app. Holy yeah, it was all a bunch of celebrities like, doing it. That that's what they're covering. Like Gordon Peloton. Hayward and like Bubba Smith, just like all these like yeah. people like celebrity like athletes basically on their oh. it's basically like hey you got a peloton then you can be in this thing where we're just gonna watch people sweat yeah. peloton uh, has done a real reverse heel turn in the past six months they really around christmas time we were like fuck peloton and now we're like peloton is the only thing connecting us to the earth yeah, i mean honestly right. they they i uh Full disclosure, I have one. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Brave, I, okay. Yeah, no, I'll I just put it. it out there. Um, but they did a, uh, they actually sent out an email last night that was like, uh, oh, no. Black Lives Matter. Fuck, we don't know what to do. It was, it was actually yeah, and, interesting. And that's okay. And that's yeah, okay, yeah. Brands. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Don't, the, <laughs> the boilerplate nonsense posts are like, yeah. <laughs> Especially like Gloria, who was like and firing people, mo- like their models yeah. who were like talking out about race. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh no, 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 yeah. no. We don't let people say white supremacy in a sentence that has yeah. our name attached. Wait, to they it. were firing people who were speaking out against white supremacy years ago. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'll yeah. find it. But like, there was a, a a a black model who had something to say about racism, and L'Oreal's like, oh, we dropped, mm-hmm. we're dropping them. That was in 2017. Yeah. The cor- the corporate response has been very bizarre and disingenuous. I mean, especially from yeah. places like fucking I'm Amazon sorry. Uh, she, that they're transgender mm-hmm. transgender model. I want to mm-hmm. I want to say that as accurately as possible. Um mm-hmm. Monroe Bergdorf uh and I think she said, "Honestly, I don't have energy to talk about the racial violence of white people anymore. Yes, all white people because most of y'all don't mm-hmm. even realize or refuse to acknowledge that your existence, privilege, and, and success as a race is built on the backs, blood, and death of people of color. Your entire existence is drenched in racism. Come see me when you realize that racism isn't learned, it's inherited, and consciously or unconsciously passed down through privilege. That post caused Dang, L'Oreal damn. in the UK say, L'Oreal champions diversity. Comments by Monroe Bergdorf are at odds with our values, so we have decided to end our partnership with her. That was in 2017. You know what I mean? This how is how quickly... Oh, okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like... Shut yeah, the f- yeah. 
Don't let these fucking brands get away with this shit. It's, I mean, if like yeah. if, if it's full reckoning time, like let's let's pull out all the yeah. fucking like let's pull out yeah, but all people the are like, receipts. People are throwing their bodies in front of these brands to be like, don't harm the stores. Le- leave leave the stores it's, alone. Yeah. yeah, it's absurd. And it's like brands that have a marked history of like mm-hmm. suppression, erasure, <laughs> yeah. all this shit. Fucking like Star Wars. And I also find it bizarre that like People are, I think it's like well-intentioned, but people are like, hey, why hasn't the at Star Wars official account spoken out on this? And you're like, well, this is someone, like this is a fucking brand that erased the only black character from all like advertising in China. Like what do you, like. Yeah, what do you expect Gives a fuck what Star Wars has to say on this Well, I think because there's, this is a convergence of like all of the bad symptoms of like racism and capitalism Mm -hmm. and consumerism Mm -hmm. like flaring up at once. Like people are so fucked off consumer capital that they're like people arms akimbo in front of the fucking target. Like you will not burn this target down. Like what? Yeah. We'll talk about all of this, but it's clear Mm-hmm. That like even in our news coverage, we're mm-hmm. more concerned with property mm-hmm. over people. Yeah. The yeah. coverage is about property. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. not about people. It is not about what the people are in the streets for. You are doing fucking ESPN of like a Lulu lemon burning down yeah. with a play by play. No one. That's just for a very no. specific cynical aim of the media. And I, I'm sure mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about all this. I could go off. Fucking right. Start start my fucking five minute countdown timer. I'm ready to fucking lift off. But like, this is it's every every single thing. I'm like, I was trying to be like, how can I talk about this? I'm like, holy shit, man. Yeah. I'm seeing the Matrix, and the Matrix is the same thing, but it's expressing itself in its unique way. But it's still the same thing. It's mm-hmm. white supremacy yeah. and capitalism expressing itself through all of these mechanisms that it's put in place to maintain its existence. And you know power. Um, anyway, so watch Peloton, uh, competitive Peloton on ESPN. <laughs> this has been an what is, uh, Peloton. Randy, what's something you think is underrated? Uh, black man, men in black. I'm gonna make that my answer <laughs> from <Yeah>. earlier. <laughs> Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my myth is uh, that Antifa has a leader. <laughs> <laughs> There was a great tweet. There are so many people were. I, I, I saw a couple of versions of the construction. People were like, I am the president of Antifa. And then other people did the great pivot of like, now hopefully, like, yes, now the CIA, please yeah. give me anti tank missiles and cash. Right. Yeah. Did you see that? that there was like a, a screenshotted tweet going around yesterday from uh, an account called Antifa underscore US that was like, yep. Tonight's the night, <laughs> comrades with a capital C. Tonight's the night, comrades. <laughs> tonight's the night, comrades. Tonight we, say, <laughs> tonight we say, quote, fuck the city, and we move into the residential areas. Fucking The white cop- hoods, and we take what's ours. Cop Hash- bots yeah. are out of fucking control. Yeah. They're like... Yeah. Yeah, cop bots are it's it's like the joke account that have been circulating for years and years. Like it's so fucking out of touch and yeah. right. Oh, they're ridiculous. Uh, there were several people in my time when that had to be like, "Yo, do you not get that this is fake? If you don't get this is fake, you're the stupidest person." Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that's like yeah. being like, "Uh, hey Twitter, we're going to bomb Pearl Harbor tomorrow." I think <laughs> like right. it's not Yeah. Oh, Jesus and the Christ. uh I mean, it's all like 
people were very easily yeah. able to prove like yeah. so the the ruse was uh oh and they had their account deleted that's why you can't yeah. find it on twitter mm -hmm. because this is a threatening post uh and somebody went and looked in the wayback machine and that mm -hmm. account was created uh i think june 1st so mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah. just but it like the the disinformation the the way that this is going to be uh mm -hmm. politicized is is real and something that's going to be constantly in need of fighting back against yeah as um, as well yeah. as like jammers being like there's all of a sudden like blackouts of coverage where there's protests there's like journalists uh feeds being taken down and suddenly jamming around in areas where no one else is having issues like it's just mm -hmm. I mean, they're shooting journalists with tear gas and protesters and yeah, with journalists. rubber bullets. They're they're yeah. permanently disabling people. Yeah, permanently yeah. disabling people for protesting. This mm -hmm. is, yeah. I mean, what else? Yeah. For certain people, we knew this was going on. We knew like how bad it is. Um, yeah. and then like when it all happens at once, mm -hmm. and you look at just what the response is. The response from protests about police brutality and white supremacy being like the overarching ethos of how we police in this country, mm -hmm. a, a protest to bring people's awareness to that was answered with just basically like, oh, you want arrests? Oh, I got them right here for you. 4,400 of you. Yeah. Because you want what? One, two, no one's been uh, arrested in Breonna Taylor's uh, murder. Mm -mm. Uh, right. And nope. we're still waiting still. for the other three officers. Yeah. And, um, uh, amongst countless many previous to this. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. Thousands of protesters Oof. have been arrested and three cops haven't been. I mean, yeah. 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 Got one in custody and. <laughs> For yeah. third degree murder too, which is fucking ridiculous. There, yeah. I mean, this is the thing, you know, like white supremacy is a virus, right? And like, mm -hmm. like any virus, it's a living organism that we've seen over the last week. What living organisms do when they are mm -hmm. they are pushed to fight back for their survival. Yeah. You see yeah. what happens, what human beings do, right? And that happens with virus. Like it has to protect itself. It knows that there are stakes. White supremacy is a virus in that sense. And it's just like I'm saying, uh, like anything, you bring if you bring awareness to it, if you bring awareness to white supremacy, that's how that's how that shit dies. Because objectively, mm -hmm. you can't put that shit out in the open. You can't watch a guy get his neck knelt on and die and say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's that's okay." Because yeah. there, th luckily, there's polling that was something like, you know, luckily only ten percent of this country is completely out of their minds and was like, whatever happened there was like the police did the right thing. But like, yeah. well over eighty five percent of the people were like, "This is not enough." Like, what the fuck was that? This is yeah, absurd. So but it was, again, we have that awareness and it, it, it makes white supremacy vulnerable, but it strikes back and it strikes back in the mm -hmm. form of how our media is covering it. And mm -hmm. it strikes back in the form of how our police are treating the people who are bringing awareness to this virus. And mm -hmm. that's how these expressions of self, self-sustaining, you know, uh, survival mechanisms kick in and they mm -hmm. kick in in these other ways. But we're like, oh yeah, it's, they're looting. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Who's are there? Are there outside agitators? What's going on? Hmm. Because when yeah. you're talking about that, you're not talking about white supremacy. Mm -hmm. When you're talking mm -hmm. about Cap and Eric Reed, who are not in the league anymore, you're not talking about white supremacy. 
And that's what a lot of these things offer us are distractions from this larger discussion and how how these manifestations of white supremacy are all around us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the degree to which the police were openly antagonistic towards protests yeah. uh, against white supremacy was... Uh, because of my privilege, I think, mm-hmm. you know, was even a surprise to me uh, coming into this. I was, I, I, you know, it was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching the videos of them. Yeah. And the know, media harming cover- people without any provocation. And the media coverage of, I mean, from my understanding, the trajectory of almost any major protest was very similar in that mm-hmm. it starts peaceful, the cops show up mm-hmm. and antag- start antagonizing people and then yeah. and then they continue to antagonize people and blame the protesters. Mm-hmm. And what I have not seen reflected in really any major media is that narrative at all, even though if you trace any citizen who attends mm-hmm. these protests in every single city, the story is this the is same. There's a long afternoon of peaceful protesting and then the cops show up and start antagonizing people. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I, it's, I mean, again, it's like, I feel naive for being shocked at it, but it's just it, that, that reflection is nowhere. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show uh, how much the uh, police unions have like bought bought our politicians in so many ways too. <laughs> the fucking strongest <laughs> union in the country. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I mean? Whoa, that's mm-hmm. weird. Every yeah. other union, it's like let's fucking eviscerate it, mm-hmm. and then hey, the police. What do you need? What do you need? Some yeah, tanks? Whatever. What do you need? Fucking hundred fifty ton whatever these things are with hoses hosing people down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even in Santa Monica, right? Mm-hmm. Peaceful protest yeah. in Santa Monica. Blocks away, mm-hmm. there were there were looters, were, yeah, but the police one hundred percent were focused on the mm-hmm. peaceful protest because I think on a certain mm-hmm. level yeah. you need all that other chaos to basically say this is why we need more tanks, man. This is why we need bigger yeah. budgets, man. You see what happens, like yeah, you know, we kill we kill an unarmed person, and uh, next thing you know, people want to do all this. That's why we need that's why we need all this stuff. It really did seem like I mean mm-hmm. that seemed to be in addition to the media just being fully focused on on the looting uh, and not the peaceful protests. The mm-hmm. the police were the opposite, and it was it was very very. Uh, kind of eerie to watch, you know, no, there were no police, like as the looting was happening, the police were not coming. They were not paying mm-hmm. attention. They weren't trying to, I, I think you're right. There's, it seems like there's a lot of, you know, people letting things happen or mm-hmm. causing things to happen so they can escalate their argument and blame the other side. Yeah. And everybody who I spoke to who was, protesting had the same reaction that it was the yeah. a peaceful protest and the police uh showed up and, and started and numerous things can and numerous things can be true at the same time there mm-hmm. can be people that are so mad they're burning shit down there yeah. can also mm-hmm. be people that see an opportunity to blend in with a crowd so they can just fuck shit up for xyz mm-hmm. reason and then yeah. whatever mm-hmm. there are also people who I saw pushing black people in the back into pol- into police to mm-hmm. try and create pr- like to provoke the police using yeah. black bodies. That can yeah. also be true. There can also be white supremacists infiltrating this to try and instigate things. There can also be bad faith actors who are doing all kinds of other weird uh, mm-hmm. r- coordinated graffiti and van. There are so yeah. many things that can be true. However, mm-hmm. 
the the biggest the biggest thing that still needs to take front and center stage is white white supremacy and over policing because we got those two examples. If you weren't on board for white supremacy, maybe if you were a white person and you saw that yeah. old fucking man get shoved over in Salt Lake City by a riot yeah. cop, what the fuck for? Yeah, that was like yeah. I was like, whoa! I didn't think they did that to old white people. That was kind of a trip for me to see. Because yeah. it was one thing when they're ramming a, pol- a squad car through a group of, uh, of people who are just trying to peacefully block, block the road. But it's mm-hmm. another when you just see some dude who's aggro for no reason shoving an old man down. It's like, exactly, because th- look at the kinds of people that we are employing in these positions and mm-hmm. what these institutions are used for. They're institutions used to uphold our capitalist, white supremacist system of governance. That's mm-hmm. all it yeah. is. They are here to protect private property. That's yep. all they are there for. And that also means private property means, oh, sorry, we're someone someone uh sold your building you live in. We're going to up the rent. Can't afford it, you're evicted. Going to gentrify it now because Caruso wants to turn it into Grove 3.0. Mm-hmm. That's right. what they're yeah. that's that's another version of this. And these <laughs> these whole things, man, are about disrupting these systems of oppression. And again, they're living organisms, so they strike back. We want justice for Tony McDade and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Eric Garner and Trayvon Martin. And you know what? You could start reading a list that you thought it was fucking Arya's list times seven billion, okay? And we can go down this list and there's still not been justice because Mm -hmm. we have not disrupted this white supremacist form of policing and governance. The, The whole thing is... Like, look at all these systems that are so well-funded. The military-industrial comp- complex, the prison-industrial complex, the, our militarized police forces, they get the best funding because they do the best job of keeping people oppressed and keeping people from actually getting in touch with their power and improving their lives. You know who doesn't get money? Education, health services, community support services. Those are non-discriminatory support systems that help people get out of spirals of poverty and what have you, violence or anything. But there's a reason why, because that threatens to upend, it it threatens to disrupt these forms, these systems of oppression. So when you see people go out there and go, we're so fucking pissed at this, this is an up, this is this is a rebellion. This is an uprising, pushing back against what you define as legal because all we see is injustice and you may use these terms legal and law and code whatever section fuck you but what we see are people being murdered and there are no consequences and so if but if the police have to answer that that means they have to say well then do we need to dismantle these this police department do we need to do a review of all these officers and make sure we don't yes Mm -hmm. exactly yeah and that's too disruptive because right now there's there's already a steady flow of money going in our like LA's budget damn near 3 billion dollars are going to the police while there's nothing for percent. our unhoused people that's why because <laughs> invest <laughs> yeah. in the thing that is it's all a down payment on the the fight against poor people that's all mm-hmm. these things are down payment on prisons really? is if it's a down pay- we have well we have to put these people somewhere when they start fucking trying to be like give us our fair share It's really frustrating. I mean, it's on a city level. I mean, it's so many cities have been completely fucking fumbling, handling uh, these protests. Like I have have yet to see a city that has done it remotely well. And it's not 
I, I feel like the tone of the media coverage is that the cities are so overwhelmed and surprised that they don't know how to handle it. But that's just absolutely not true. They're, they have demonstrated with their money and their influence that they are with the cops and that they're the fact that they are acting in favor of the cops isn't a mistake. And it's not out of fear. It's an intentional. It's, it's what's been going on and on and on. And I don't know. I mean... We've all been calling our city councilors, but it's it's not that they are like, I'm not sure which way to go. They know which way they're going to go. Yeah, you're not sure. what. Didn't you see them like in other cities just shooting at fellow members of the media? The yeah. National Guard has part? been given permission to kill, to use lethal force. Like mm-hmm. they know which way they're going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, I, I mean, mean, if you. De Blasio's daughter got <laughs> picked doxed. up. Yeah, docs. He's just like, oh, please, so sorry, cops. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. The um, yeah. I mean, multiple people pointed out, like, when you look at the what what it looks like when uh, you know, in quotes, the something happens and the police aren't ready for it versus something happens and the doctors aren't ready for it. The police show up and in tanks and looking like it's yeah. you know world war three uh from like the future and when the pandemic happens and the healthcare industry isn't ready for it the doctors show up and have to reuse their paper masks over yeah. and over again yeah um you some of these cities uh, i saw the fucking mech suits from pacific rim pull up with a blue right. and red light <laughs> yeah. on yeah yeah she was crazy and then meanwhile the, the our medical workers and people mm-hmm. who are essential care workers people who work in meat processing facilities look like they're cosplaying fucking trash as people bag. in ppe not even mm-hmm. the real thing look like they're doing the yeah Woo. all right guys let's take a quick break and we'll come back and kind of break this down into smaller chunks And we're back. And Jamie, you were pointing out kind of the the history of these draconian curfews uh, that they kind of put in place uh, whenever uh, there's a protest or something like this. Yeah, I just I, I I went back and just wanted to like educate myself a little more on on how these um, curfews are used. Just. Because, I mean, and again, it's like I have so much to educate myself on, but this was the first time in in my life that I was affected by a curfew where these past two days in L.A. where uh, the curfews have been imposed so suddenly and so severely that you are stranding people in place and you're actively putting people in danger if they don't have a car, which, you know, it speaks to a number of issues. It speaks to class and it speaks to race and it speaks to essential workers protection and and on and on because they were using the metro city buses in our city and New York at very least those are the ones I'm aware of to arrest people that it, so it's so I did some research on how curfews have been used at least in the past couple of generations and there has been a like an increasing frequency of how they're used but the trend is it's used to uh many argue suppress freedom of assembly Beginning in uh, the civil rights movement and the Jim Crow era of the 60s and the 50s, uh, people in the South were very often uh, had a curfew imposed on them to prevent uh, any assembly and pre- prevent any any type of protesting. 
Um, it's escalated in the past 10 years. There were curfews imposed in Ferguson in 2014. There's curfews in Baltimore in 2015 after Freddie Gray was shot. Uh, there were curfews uh, associated with the Occupy Wall Street protest to have an excuse to get people off the street and get people to stop protesting with force. There was a huge uh, couple days of curfew in Cincinnati back in 01 when Timothy Thomas was shot and there were protests reflecting that. There were curfews that prevented people, mostly black people in New Orleans, uh, from getting what they needed be due to fear of looting during Hurricane Katrina and then again during two other hurricanes in 08 and 2012. There seems to be a, a thread there. Yeah, interesting. And, yeah. and also you, you mentioned in your write-up that Japanese Americans had a curfew on the West yes. Coast during World War II. It seems like it's... Can't exclusively used as a way for cops to just basically have the impunity to arrest whoever they want. Because, you know, yeah, if yeah. a white person is out past curfew, they have the police have the ability to look the other way. But, mm -hmm. you know, this always <laughs> seems to be a mm -hmm. racial, a racially motivated. Oh, oh. Always. Yeah. yeah. I, just when you said uh, if a white person, did, I don't know if you saw that clip of the news where a white woman was in a store looting, and yeah. then the person under was like, "I, I, I hope this woman's an employee, maybe <laughs> of the store." Jesus. Like it was like, "Wow, look, the media can't even they can't even come out of they come they can't no. come off it they can't no. come off of it they couldn't they couldn't they an in a complete inability to even look at it like this and yes these curfews. Like I said in the beginning, whatever to whatever it is to take away our awareness of white supremacy, because if people are gathering together and saying we are against it, then other people go, what are they gathering over there for? What is that against white supremacy? What is that? Oh, yeah, that's bad. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, what? Mm -hmm. huh? But if you right. if you prevent people from gathering, you don't have to talk about it. And again, it's these these are the things we have to keep dragging it back out into the light because Otherwise, this is what they get to do. They have a million and one tactics to keep us from talk, from shutting the fuck up, whether that's firing you from your job, keeping you from playing a sport that you love, or setting a fucking curfew on you and suddenly making it illegal to be poor and not have a car. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and they set it, the curfew in LA yesterday at like 5.15, and the curfew was six. six. Yeah, you had for 45 six. minutes. The one in get... Santa Monica, I feel like, was even quicker. Yeah. It was uh, that was less than a half hour. Yeah. And and mm -hmm. today, I mean, at the time of recording this, there have been sudden curfews with less than two hours not notice posted mm -hmm. in two different areas of the city. It also uh, is connected to there are poor people protesting in rich neighborhoods and they want poor people out. Yeah. Uh, yes. which is why you see the the shutdowns coming, especially early in our area, in areas like Beverly Hills and in Westwood and in Santa mm -hmm. Monica is because they don't want poor people demonstrating in rich areas. They want and, and they'll they want the excuse to be able to arrest and incite violence against protesters that dare show up. And again, if you're listening to this right now and saying like, but these demonstrations, I I, I get it. You know, it's so fucked up that. People get killed and nothing happens. It's, oh, fuck. I, it's so fucked up. <laughs> you know, like, My honestly, stars and garters. I, 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 shout out to so many well-intentioned. I well have to see Miles' face. <laughs> <laughs> 
so many well-intentioned people who are doing that. I, and I don't, yeah. ca- you know, great, good for you. I, I, yeah, the yeah. proof is in the pudding when I see you fucking smack the shit out of someone for using the N-word before a black person does. That'll be, mm-hmm. that'll, I'm, I'll, I'll revel that day when yeah. your hands are quicker than ours to shut mm-hmm. some shit yeah. down like that. But um, the if, if you're looking at all of that and, and still saying like, yes, you understand that, but you're, you're looking at this other part and using that to sort of take the momentum out of you being outraged out of what these people are angry about, that is another form of white supremacy creeping into mm-hmm. your subconscious again. Because if you are now mm-hmm. focused on, well, why are they doing it like that? You know what you're not talking about is white supremacy. Mm-hmm. We can we can right. talk about why they do that, or we, we can talk about why white people kill black people. I don't, whatever it is, sure, we can mm-hmm. talk about that. But the problem, the thing we need to do is talk about it in a way where it's like, well, what are the fucking solutions? Mm-hmm. You know, don't yeah. just tell me, oh, I hate it, and I, mm-hmm. d- I wish people didn't do it like that. Okay, mm-hmm. well, now get involved in the solution part, too, and don't get fucking caught up in this other shit, because, again, the, all of these things are meant to to erode our ability to be to have solidarity with each other because Absolutely. if the second you start questioning well why are they doing it like that or like do those people really have to go about yeah some people look th- when we work when we're just one person it's easy to get picked off mm-hmm. you know but you come together with hundreds thousands millions there's more of us than there's them just look at the nfl unfortunately kaepernick was the and you know eric reed were some of the few people who were like consistent with it and they got picked off. But imagine mm-hmm. if every black player and every white player that agreed that police violence was fucked up and white supremacy is bad also said, nah, we're also kneeling. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. then you think right, you think you think fucking Goodell's gonna be like, Yeah, well then you're all out. No, you're not. Right. Because at the end of the I'm day, playing. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the thing people have to realize what is really powerful about having solidarity in these kinds of movements. Cause right now it looks like a lot of people are charged up and using George Floyd to realize many other things um, among the other issues. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, there is real social unrest in this country. And don't let mm-hmm. people for a second try and delude that by being like, well, these couple people, th- you know, those are people in denial to say, it can't mm-hmm. be that bad for people. It yeah. can't be that bad for people. It can't be that bad for people. Mm-hmm. Really briefly, I want to talk about a guy, David Grossman, who I was on a Bastards episode that dropped yesterday that I recommend people check out for more texture on this. But basically, I, you know, this fully informed every thought I had about this uprising and the police response over the weekend, just watching the police throwing people to the ground, driving their cars into crowds of protesters, firing rubber bullets. Like, I, as if, you know, they are at war with everyone around them. So David Grossman is a fake expert in a field he made up called Killology. Uh, and it's are basically you a serious? course. Jesus yeah, I swear Christ. to God, he named it Killology. And it's a course for police with a primary focus on training the aversion to murder out of them. Um, and he hypes up the idea that like police are more in danger now than they ever have been, which is the opposite of the truth. He claims that his whole like mode of uh, his whole mission is based on this idea from the U.S. military, which like the thesis of Full Metal Jacket is that the U.S. military trains the humanity out of uh, people mm-hmm. or started training the humanity out of people ahead of. Vietnam, and that's why that was like a heart of darkness uh, situation. And 
he looked at that and was like, yeah, let's do that with, with cops. Essentially. There was this anecdote that is dubious that world war two soldiers didn't fire. Like they fired at each other 10% of the time because they had a natural aversion to murder. And then prior to the Vietnam war, the Marines like started creating killing machines and they started actually killing the, the enemy uh, more frequently and yeah, he even if it's not a true anecdote, he looks at that and uses that as an example of like what we need to change about the police force. Nope. So he goes around, he tells these cops about like shows them a traffic stop where a cop gets shot and is like heard dying horribly on Jesus. on the thing and then he's like this person should have shot the motorist before they had a chance to be shot. Like they gave him too many chances. You might have heard this guy's name or about his course because the cop who shot Philando Castile, who you can see in the video, his like, you know, pink flushed face on camera having the like, what the fuck did I just do moment? Like screaming, I told you not to move. He was a recent graduate of Grossman's program and this program has been used in the Minneapolis area. Like, it's not just about this dude. This is a minor, like a small pinhole into like an entire like cancer that is devouring our country. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's just devastating. <sighs> I, yeah. I don't know. Killology. It's, it's what it, it's horrifying. We, we have to completely rethink. So we've yeah. been having to rethink so many things and, you know, my heart really goes back to activists who have been screaming all of these things at the top of their lungs for decades. And now seems like maybe a moment where we might be able to take a look at it. But like I said, we're, what we're dealing with right now is one of the biggest problems in American society. I, I, and the solution is not going to be quick by any straight or easy. It's going to take like we're rolling our sleeves up. I think that's why when this episode started, I'm like, let's just fucking go. Yeah. Because yeah. I think we, the, the real work really, really has to start here. And if we're not thinking of how our police uh, forces work, they, they're, you know, the serve and protect motto. Again, I think everybody has had some form of the joke of being like, you know, like they work for us, but how many, yeah. how many bosses can you kill? Can you kill your yeah. boss? Can you shoot your boss? You beat your boss, throw racial slurs at your boss, harass your boss. Uh, mm -hmm. Because that relationship has completely been inverted and it's not, you are here to, you are here to just ensure my safety from, from people who are doing something illegal, uh, not for you to like enforce some other, you know, code of laws that you've created to generate tax revenue from being poor either. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, so Trump is kind of, well, let, let's take a break and then we'll talk about how, about Trump tweeting from his little bunker in the ground. We'll be right back. And we're back, and something we've touched on a couple times is 
I w- was maybe one of the most striking things about people's reaction to the uprising over the weekend was how hard people ride for private property in America. The the w- degree to which people are like that that's what they're worried about. There's there's police, you know, firing tear gas at people who are protesting peacefully over here and they're moving their camera over to show somebody like taking a pair of sneakers out of a store. Like that's that's mm-hmm. I I think it speaks to just how the foundation of consumerism under un, that kind of runs through America like they the idea of that disintegrating if burning the grove to the fucking ground is going to save one life like what the fuck are we waiting for like what it, you know yeah. like just by by getting attention to well, like drawn the, the, to white supremacy the police guarding empty stores buildings like more carefully than they're guarding the lives of you know anybody anyone anybody but it's it's all a metaphor right of how capitalism works those stores are filled with our labor with the wealth we created Mm -hmm. so they have to put their attack dogs in front of it when people try and reclaim it in this parallel example Mm -hmm. um and even just The, the the absolute um like when you just think of how all of this you know consumer relationships you have you know with private property right that's like the like the white person's originary like first toy they ever got right yeah. whether that's taking the the private property of indigenous people or the artifacts from cultures they've conquered mm-hmm. that's the that's like the first relationship that gets you on the high of white supremacy is I can take shit and that becomes mine now. And you try, <laughs> try and fucking come get it. Try mm-hmm. and fucking come get it. That's, Damn. that's like the, exa- that's that same mentality being echoed back now. And it's mm-hmm. really, it's really bizarre to look at when you think of all that shit, like manifest destiny and all that of like, well, uh, I spoke to the manager of of Earth God, and they said it was our destiny to fucking kick y'all the fuck out, and us taking this shit and do whatever whatever the fuck we want to. Um, and it's when we see those things played out just with these relationships, I'm like, I'm not confused or I'm not surprised, but it's also just so when the ironies are sort of fed back and like you're looking at it visually, like yeah, that, it's like oh my, like God. Stephanie Pratt, Stephanie Pratt, like I I don't normally look to Stephanie Pratt from the hills for you know my awareness of yeah for my cues on like social situations but uh this just the irony and the so she tweeted uh shoot the looters using this tragedy as their excuse to rob and burn all of our towns down um and she also tweeted something else about like won't won't you please think about Neiman Marcus type thing? Well, it's like uh, fuck her, sh- but it's like also what does she mean when she says our? We know exactly right. what she means. Yeah, oh, of course she yeah. uh, she was caught shoplifting thirteen hundred dollars worth of clothes from a department store like fourteen years ago. But she thinks people should be punished with death 
for okay get in uh, line because i think you were looting before them so if, yeah. if we're gonna right. do this in yeah. order uh yeah you're first you're, you're, you're first you first bitch <laughs> yeah oh never um, mind i didn't mean like that okay yeah. <laughs> that's a similar story with the with whatever was going on with Jake Paul over the weekend where he was found like live streaming, looting a mall in Arizona. It, it just like, it's mm-hmm. just so f- fucking counterproductive and expected with who this person is that it just makes your head spin. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not surprised because you will always yeah. see the appropriation of black expressions of emotion happening by white people, you know, yeah. like, and in this mm-hmm. unfortunate instance, this is anger. Uh, and then you saw some kids running around who just took that to be like, let's just fucking do whatever the fuck we want. It wasn't mm-hmm. nothing, anything to do with it. But again, and I don't even want to give air to all of that because all yeah. of this is about our white supremacist capitalist fo- system of oppression that mm-hmm. is expressing it in terms of trying to fire rounds at the media or mm-hmm. people who are like on their own property and just mm-hmm. get inside and then shooting and people. There are people shooting. It's, Un- yeah. Look at the, they're, they're not they're not here to protect us. They're there to get off on some weird inverted power fantasy they have from childhood. And they happen to be uh, somehow be in the job that has been advertised to them for decades where this is the one place you can beat the shit out of vulnerable people and like mm-hmm. even the black cop won't even stop you. Yeah. Right. And uh, I feel bad for these other cops cuz I also saw videos of police officers who were emotional that they were there staring down fellow human beings who they knew were right in being upset with them mm-hmm. and them having to reconcile all that and process all that. But it's like anything. You well, know, again, like, it's like you can fucking quit. Like, Yeah, and I get it. Yeah. It's like, but, and I understand though, because there's the same reason anyone gets into something, you go into it idealistically and you can think like, I'm gonna I, but I would it. never let that shit happen around me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll never let, I, I got into politics. I'll never be on some bullshit like payroll yeah. or some fucking yeah. earth destroyer. Whoops! <laughs> you That's are. What I mean, and then you got to have a gut check, and then think, okay, can you actually change it or not? Because you also see what the examples are of the the police officers that do stand up for themselves. It doesn't end well. It certainly doesn't end with them having any kind of pension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There was a woman police officer who stopped uh, one of her colleagues from beating up a suspect who shoved a woman to the ground. And, right? This was this was like oh, a, a year one, ago, though. but she she was fired oh, and lost time. her pension, uh, and brought up on charges of like tampering with evidence or some shit. Yeah, there's been a lot of really good podcast reporting actually on just cops who decide to try and do right and reform their uh, divisions, and it's just all out war on them again. It's just and this no, is but. And th- this is system. also how we bring yeah. this into the light. See, we don't know this, so most people just look at it as like, look at that thing, just fucking rotten on the inside out. And unfort- But sadly, there are people who understand that it's bad and are trying to do right, but we have to, this is also time to bring all that shit out. So who are those people mm-hmm. trying to do right? Please tell your story out loud, because I think a lot of people now will back you, mm-hmm. more people at least, Publi- uh, the momentum of public opinion would be on the side of someone who's trying to do away with dirty cops. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, and a better understanding of what has been attempted and how was it defeated and having a better understanding of exactly how these movements are internally crushed and we never even find out. Like what, what are the methods mm-hmm. that have been tried? Why have they failed? What can we do differently? Yeah. I, I keep thinking about Christopher Dorner this whole this whole weekend. I keep right. thinking back on him. Um, for those that don't know, he was a 
a black cop that was, you know, called out racism in his department, got fired, and then he went on a cop's killing spree, and then he was burned to death in a cabin in Big Bear. Um, yeah. yeah, it's about the system. It's not about the individuals, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's and his manifesto massive. is like... It's wild. Talk, <laughs> yeah. He, he tried to yeah. lay out as as much as everything as possible. These are the these are the incidents I reported. This is what mm-hmm. happened to me. This is the person who oversaw that hearing. Mm-hmm. This is... They are now elevated to this position. This person... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, because yeah. again, these cysts, they're, they're living organisms. So mm-hmm. if you appear as something as, as a threat to its existence, it is going to try and extinguish you because that's just how things work. So mm-hmm. if, if whether that's a, an individual officer or the kind of coverage of what is happening in this country, the coverage is an antidote. Uh, or is a response of white supremacy to obscure what is it? like, you know, why aren't they talking to people? Because if they were, people would be like, oh, my God, this seems like a broad coalition of people from all kinds of walks of life who, on top mm-hmm. of supporting these uh, angry black black people in this country, are also upset about this and are here to support mm-hmm. them and also feel that this is an injustice. But rather, it's like, uh, the the, st- uh, the 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 smart and final is I think smoke is coming from the yes okay and they're running out with iris cherry cola i believe oh yeah. you hate to see it yeah. Yeah. that's not that's not what the news is but you yeah. but by doing that that's just so disingenuous it's just such a disingenuous move cynical move from the media but that's we shouldn't expect anything else because they all have to work together to feed us this version of reality that we mm-hmm. need to not start questioning and and asking bigger better things out of our leaders yeah, absolutely. All right. I do want to talk about how uh, Trump is responding to this. <laughs> Lack thereof. <laughs> and uh, fanning the flames of, of this and trying to, you know, not not trying to help in any way other than to, you know, escalate the conflict while, you know, sitting inside his palace, as it was referred to, in a bunker where he was whisked away to when uh, there were protesters outside the White House. Uh, He was taken away. There was a guy on Fox News, a former Secret Service agent for Obama, who uh, was talking about, like, really talking up the fact that this is an insurrection from a very sophisticated, coordinated enemy uh, in Antifa, this guy made sure because he was on Fox and seems to be just a raving rage monster was saying that he, he was like, I disagreed with Obama. I still showed up and did my job, which suggests that like this, I don't know the, the level of like credit he's giving himself for doing his job as a secret service member for Obama as a way to like qualify his uh, feedback, but then, yeah, I, I heard somebody refer to the cops setting their cars on fire uh, is one theory of what was happening because they were all around burning police cars yeah. with that were empty and that was the narrative I understood. On yeah, it was just how is. how did like why were the cars these old cars by the way the the, the ones old crown that vicks don't yeah. drive around yeah they were the old crown vicks how did they end up like posed parked in the middle of the street uh mm-hmm. just like they just abandoned them and then 
let let the people burn them down and then c- circled around them. Anyways, the, I heard that that's referred been to happening as, all over the country. So the, yeah. It's one of the oldest police yeah. tactics too. It's just baiting. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. It's just Boy. like using bait cars or it's like whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. The way that was set up in LA was by the time the peaceful protest got back to that intersection, the cars had happened and the police were suited up and waiting for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that really seems like I, I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. No. I think that's an actual conspiracy so. well, yeah. that was happening. And yeah, it I just think, doesn't make yeah. sense. How are people finding these police cars, getting them in the middle of the street and lighting them on fire? Like how it just logically. Uh, but I heard somebody refer to it as Reichstag fire, which, you know, when you're reading about uh, the rise of Nazism, like, I started this book, uh, The Death of Democracy, about the end of the Weimar Republic and how Hitler, you know, consolidated power by starting a fake fire in what was essentially like Congress and burning it down and then using that as a justification to then uh, claim that everything like left of him were terrorists. And people were just like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how to argue against that. And so there was just this massive, this was four weeks into his presidency. But I, I can, you already see Trump doing something similar with, you know, declaring Antifa a terrorist organization. Yeah. Good luck with that. And the right also just weaponizing these images to try to appeal to scared racist people. Well, you know, it's like anything. You, If you just cherry pick and myopically cover images of uh, of buildings burning and then use your media confirmation bias to only focus on black bodies looting or be, uh, participating in it, mm-hmm. you've done your you've actually done a successful job of distracting people from talking about white supremacy mm-hmm. yeah. because now you're just talking about. Oh, see, uh, you hate to see it. That's what they do. They're angry, and then they they start the looting, and mm-hmm. that's not how I would do it. It's just if there's another way. But see, this is what, see, it's not because I don't have to do anything. It's because they're doing it like that. That's why I don't have to do anything. That's why about I'm this. not participating. That's why I don't yeah. have to because if that's how they're gonna do it, I mean, honestly, like, what's the point? Honestly, like, it's not worth like the self mm-hmm. self awareness. And that's it's what an excuse to not show up. And it's subconscious mm-hmm. too. People don't realize. And that's why I'm saying like. It's take a second to even examine every decision you're making when it comes to what is happening right now and every opinion that you have on it. Take a real, like, really fucking just pause for a second and think about why you think something might be like that or why mm-hmm. it isn't. Because I'll tell you what, when it when it gets boiled down to the humanity of it all, most people tend to agree that this is all fucked up. Yeah. But it takes a while to unlearn a bunch of shit on your way there to be able to see see things for what they are sometimes. Well, yeah, you see the cars on fire. You also see the cops taking a knee uh, whenever the cameras are around. And then as soon as the cameras leave, they're shooting people with bullets. It's like these are two sides of the same uh, playbook that they're playing out of. Yeah. Yeah. There's a number of examples of that. I mean, I think that the example I saw most frequently was in Orlando where it was like there were cops taking a knee. The police, you know, Mm -hmm. the police Twitter account was all over it. They're like, we're with you, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, people who were there were like 45 minutes later, they were shooting us with tear gas. But. Yeah. Go off with the taking a knee picture. Like, it's just, yeah. Mm -hmm. But just so people are kind of armed with, if they hear, you know, that Antifa is coming for, 
you and they're gonna burn down america and i heard antifa described as like they have the organization of a, a bird watching community uh or the bird watching community they're they have a shared interest but there and there are organizations of people who uh, identify as anti-fascist but they're not there's not an official organization that is overarching. And also their interest is just fighting fascism. That's well yeah, that's, that's they're fighting fa. It's in the fucking name. They're not yeah. like right. Yeah. But you know, similar tactics again of whether it's the version that it's Antifa that is there to like rabble rouse and blah blah blah. It's the same thing with like the, a lot of people are sharing posters of how the KKK would be like, don't don't talk with communists because they're going to mm-hmm. be on that like, yo, let's get together shit. And they're mm-hmm. going to they're going to put you in harm's way. And uh, you don't want that now because uh, it's right. again, a lot of this. And then there's also but then there's versions too where it's like, I think white supremacist. The media does say that uh, there some officials mm-hmm. su- suspect it's white supremacists, whatever. The bottom line, though, like with this whole Antifa thing, like what's really people should really examine is like if they're against fascism. Yeah. And that is a form of terrorism against a person. I'd imagine that terrorism, that terror would befall a fascist. Right. But I mean, I think the other thing is we have such a hard time connecting the dots. Oh, wait. Nazis, fascists. Nazis, bad. Fascists. hmm? Like. Right. That's the thing like people yeah. don't have because I, the Nazis actually, I think, allowed a lot of Americans to distract themselves from the own bullshit that was happening in this country. Be like, can you believe Hitler, though? Mm-hmm. Can you believe <laughs> that shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, right. you know, the, all the racism shit was not didn't happen in the 60s. <laughs> Let's be real. So I think this there's also a reason why there's like this thing of like really getting angry at Nazis, too, because they also mm-hmm. help Americans avoid a real conversation about the treatment of people in this yeah. country. So, yeah. and I think that's why sometimes we have that people don't quite get what fascism is in that sense. Because yeah. like we just need Hitler as a way to reflect our own like moral purity back to us. Right. Yeah, Antifa started with Mussolini, uh which is, you know, so it was before Nazism and you know, they they tend to be on the right side of history. When when you look back, uh the the people who fought Mussolini were the good guys. Um, so mm-hmm. keep in mind when you're when you're identifying Antifa or, or passing yeah. a meme around that suggests Antifa is a terrorist organization. What side are you actually on? You're yeah. you're not yeah. on the good guy side. Um, Just think at the end of the day, don't worry. Your primary focus should be solidarity against white supremacy mm-hmm. and solidarity with all oppressed people. But right now, the the topic du jour happens to be white supremacy as it relates to black people in this country. Let's mm-hmm. do it one at a time because we're not going to fucking do it all at once. But at no. the very least, I mean, fuck, the reckoning has been wait. We've been waiting to have it, but we're yeah. we're we have we do the best job of avoiding real self examination in this country of having true reckonings with shit, whether a myriad of issues. But we're the best. We're really good. We're really, really good at avoiding those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad we had this conversation. I was looking forward to 
talking with you guys uh, all weekend, and it yeah. it definitely helps me to to hear yeah. you guys' voices and, and perspectives. I do want to say, right? I spent this entire weekend. I, I watched Unicorn Riot till my eyes were dry. Mm-hmm. I rage scrolled through Twitter. I have probably seven thousand tweets and drafts that I should just throw away my phone uh, <laughs> because I was so angry. And a lot of people are angry and you should be angry and don't let anybody tell you how to feel. I do want to say this, though. Be careful with what you're ingesting during this time because keep that little flame alive. But if Mm -hmm. you fan it too much right now, it'll die out and you will burn out and you will not have the energy within you to keep this fight going. Mm -hmm. If you need to take a breath, please take a fucking breath. Nobody's asking you for your take on social media or anything else like that. I think you really need to just take this second to realize that there's a lot of shit we're up against, whether that's the, our, the, the military police state and white supremacy, all these other <laughs> things. They're all on this. They're all on the same tree and it's and we're living in the shade of it and we're trying to get into the sunlight and it's going to take energy to get into that sunlight, though. So if don't don't burn yourself out. I understand it feels good to be like, I'm, but it feels good to be like, yes, I am responding to everything I'm seeing. Yes, this is making me angry. So I do know I'm, yes, if you've established that, great. But take a second because we, there is real, real work that has to be done. And we are really going to have to show up in real big ways. People, innocent people are being killed. Innocent people are being maimed for mm-hmm. nothing whether that's the people who are having interactions with the police or those are people who are standing in solidarity with those victims or independent journalists trying to uh, hold people accountable. We have to keep this energy up. So don't, don't burn out now. Take a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a second. This You're is, not even in the blocks the beginning. Yet. You're not even yeah. in the blocks. You haven't even stretched. Yeah. We just, you just <laughs> found out that you made the team. That's what happened. <laughs> You have not trained for this. You just looked on the thing. Okay, did I? Yes, you're on the team. And guess what? We have track meets the rest of our damn lives. So get ready. But you need to also be be aware that when you're on this team, it's not ending when we get the next new whatever. Oh, my. Can you believe Trump did? Mm-mm, no, mm-hmm. no, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Because then all that shit you're talking means nothing. Everybody... Everybody has to commit to that. That's the only way you can feel good about this and not hang your head and say that everything is so fucked up. Why am I even trying? This is bullshit. Because we need to take a second because we really do need to find a way for us to all come together to organize and actually properly do this to make change. Because I told you, if it's just a couple of us, we get picked off. Mm -hmm. We can all find a way to get on the same page, whatever it is. There is a there is going to be a way to do that, and you will impress yourself with your ability to do that. But that only happens if you have that shit going till the end of your days. So don't burn it out now. Absolutely, Brandy. Where mm-hmm. can people find you, follow you, uh, enjoy you? Uh, I'm on t- Twitter <laughs> at Brandazzle. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, I do want to say I do have I have a tweet that I that I, I do I do want to read for you guys. Uh, yeah. uh, George M. Johnson. Uh, I am G M. Johnson on on Twitter. Uh, t- this morning he tweeted, "Happy Pride Month. Stonewall was started because of police brutality." Yep. And yeah. we're recording this on June first, and you know, there's. I I want to get to a place where we got Black Pride parades in the streets. That's where I want to get yeah. to. Because that, I would love that someday. I believe, (laughs) 
You know what I mean? It's like we're going <sighs> to. Joy, joy is also a part of protest, too. And mm-hmm. holding on yeah. to that for ourselves is important. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Brandazzle. I'm retweeting stuff <laughs> a lot right now because yeah. it's not about yeah. what I have to say. So come find me. But find other people, too, and donate. Donate yep. to everything. <laughs> And if you got a rich person in your life, steal their money and then put it uh, put it in a fund. <laughs> Let's all rob our parents' Jamie. purses. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, where can people find you? Follow you? Um, I uh, you I'm on Twitter. Uh, Jamie Loftus help and uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll sh- I'm going to shout out a Miles tweet uh, that that made the rounds this weekend. This is the following. White allies, please remember the real revolution is going to happen off of social media. It's going to happen in your homes, in your workplaces, and at social gatherings. Twitter's the easy part. Commit to the hard part as well. Um, which, that resonated with, with me a lot. And I think that especially any, I mean, yeah, any ally, just fucking pick up the phone and have the conversation. I called a bunch of family members this weekend, and it's... There's shit cooked into them, and it's yeah. you have to like really, really, really understand what is cooked in, and then be able to. What what I'm trying to continue working on is to educate myself to the point where I can really speak eloquently to them, and and you know get to a point where I feel comfortable saying, "Look, I I understand why you have been conditioned to feel this way. Here is the way out of this line of thinking. Like it really is on us." to talk to our parents and talk to our coworkers and push back. Like there's just, I don't know. It's something that I, I really want to get better at and want to keep educating myself uh, to be able to do. I'll also shout out a study done in Minneapolis that I, I was going through over the weekend. And it's uh, if you want to check it out, it's mpd150.com. Uh, it's a research that has just done a 150-year performance review of the Minneapolis Police Department. Uh, the conclusion it reaches, spoiler alert, is that the police should be defunded. Um, but but the history and the details um, were, I mean, very, very enlightening and very detailed. And the fact that it's specific to Minneapolis is, is also, um, you know, no, no small thing. So I, I would highly recommend people... Um, check out that study and um yeah miles where can people find you follow you uh miles of gray gray miles of gray <laughs> sound like a Gwen. four-year-old uh, miles of gray miles of gray twitter instagram playstation network and my other podcast 420 day fiance and you know to your point jamie like and, I, and, I, and a lot of people have been messaging me like saying they've had hard conversations let me tell you something. You're not going to scream the racism out of your folks or no. your friends. That's Mm-mm. not going to happen. Mm-mm. So I would not, uh, don't go into, don't think you're going to change someone's heart like that. And I understand you're angry mm-hmm. and it feels like a good way to do that. It's like, I'm mm-hmm. angry. You know what? I can confront someone who I feel I need to confront. Sure. If you, that's one way of doing it. We're going to have people on the show in the coming weeks that, you know, are going to help us give substantive uh, advice on a, on, a, on a number of things. But mm. start off by just telling people that racism is something you think is is morally reprehensible, something you will not engage in, and you are in the process 
of analyzing your own behavior and trying mm-hmm. to be aware if there if there's anything you have done or could do better knowing all of the things that are going on in the world and the hurt that is out there. Mm-hmm. Just do that. Because then you can just start off like the friend that, like the first homie you had that was vegan, who you're like, oh, that fool's <laughs> vegan now? And you're like, all right, bro. But they hang around <laughs> and like, they're not making a lot of noise about it. And then you're like, oh shit, what are you eating? Oh, what is that? Is that good? That's good? What is that? Impossible? <laughs> and then you eat and you're like, this is better than fucking regular... Fuck, bro. Why am I aging I faster than you? I fuck with <laughs> vegan food, and I feel stupid because I was over here being like, "Man, fuck with you. I don't know what the fuck that's about." The same. They're gonna. This is gonna be the same thing. You could mm-hmm. do it, but please, at the very least, like I said, let people know where you stand to start. And you don't have to argue if they go, "Okay, well, that's fine." You don't have to get in a fight if you want to. Fine. I don't, like, I'm not gonna tell you how to exercise your demons, but that's that's a very powerful first step is just to say like I'm thinking about this very deeply and I hope you are too. And then we will we will proceed with more. Uh okay. Some tweets that I like is from uh Miss Toller. It says normalize changing your opinion on something after learning new information. It's okay. I promise. <laughs> yes. It really is okay. Jesus. In fact, we call that growth. And yes, it's super chill. Y'all fuck with it. Another one's from at Jesse Case. It says, wait till Jared Leto comes back from his retreat this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I needed that. I needed that shit. And the other thing I needed. <laughs> the other thing I needed was uh, a lot of people have been tweeting this, but Marcella Arguello, Arguello uh, at Marcella Comedy, she tweeted that fucking David Guetta stupid and racism DJ drop clip. And she said, I need every white liberal posting MLK meme quotes to caption it. Shout out to his family. Thank you so much. That video, if you haven't seen, have you guys seen it? No. Dude, David Guetta is on like a roof. Oh, wait. Like, yes, I guys, have Guys, we have to it. stop all this. We have to come together, you know, oh in the God. peace and for it's- unity. And then plays like a I have a dream like fucking drop. He and then remixes like gets, it, yeah. And he's like, shout out to George Floyd's family. It's it's so Whoa. Oh, it's recent? Yes. Oh, it's yes. from like two days ago. Yes. Oh. Your body Ooh. will collapse Ooh. into itself. But <laughs> it's so cringe. Uh, and that we need a little bit of cringe uh, with our vegetables. You know, just to kind of give us a little bit of laugh right <laughs> now. Because my God, what a... F- please, sir. Please, sir. Ooh. Turn the camera off. <laughs> um... Uh, real quick, Super Producer Anna Hosni, I wanted us to remind y'all if you're out protesting to uh, get tested or quarantine because it is like still a pandemic and you know they yeah. they're trying to use that shit against us. And if you're um, in LA, the the you can actually get tested again. There was a 36 hour period where the mayor took away testing to show to show protesters, but you can get tested again. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it's fucking... A couple tweets I've been enjoying. At Who's Dia tweeted, watching CNN anchors try to think through why this is happening is like watching a toddler realize their hand can grip things and pick them up, which I thought was just a really good description of what that felt like. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we 
ride out on. Miles, what are we going to ride out on today? Um, this, okay, I don't know how this artist popped up in my music suggestions, but I, I love it. Uh, her name is Lee Kelly 47, uh, and I could be messing up her name completely. I've just stumbled upon her album, Acrylic, and I love it. It's from 2018. But there's a track called Girl Blunt on it, and it's just like this... It's like a tongue-in-cheek kind of rap song said this shit is a girl blunt i only smoke girl blunts and i don't know what that is but i thought <laughs> it was a fun chorus uh and i just like the lo-fi production and i don't know what else to say watch some fucking competitive peloton and, and try and and, and and rush your brain for a second all right the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that is going to do it for this morning we'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending and we'll talk to you then bye bye this shit is a girl blunt i only smoke girl blunts this shit is a girl blunt i only smoke girl blunts this shit is a girl blunt I only smoke girl blunts This shit is a girl blunt I only smoke girl blunts huh. I suggest you don't try me I'm real unstable when I'm off that YG On uh, Half a tele friends don't mind me I stand 5'3 and I'm real feisty uh, What I need, pretty nigga, palm trees Got my own money, bitches, nothing you can buy me Nope, Crooklyn